Amen. Let's come before the Lord in prayer. Our Heavenly Father, our Lord and Savior, we are thankful for this great day that you have given us. Father God, indeed, um, we are in awe of all the things that you have been doing in our lives, O oh Lord, and we're excited for all the things that you will be doing in our lives. Father God in heaven, we just want to thank you today for bringing us, O oh Lord, to this place to come together and worship you. Father, fill us, O oh Lord, with your presence. Lord God in heaven, may you be pleased with all of the things that we're about to do today. Father God, we ask for forgiveness for all of our sins. Lord God, yung mga alam namin at yung mga hindi namin alam, Panginoon, na mapatawarin mo kami. May we be able, Lord God, to offer you a sacrifice of praise today that is acceptable before your holy throne. Lord God, indeed, you alone are worthy. You alone, Lord God, deserve the highest praise. Father God, we thank you. Be pleased, O Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Sabihin nga natin, this is the day that the Lord has made. This is the day that the Lord has made. And I will rejoice and be glad in it. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Tanoy mo sa katabi mo ngayon, masaya ka ba ngayon? Parang hindi nakaka-convince yung mga mukha nyo ah. <laughs> Sabihin mo, be glad because God is good. Okay, so today, let us rejoice and be glad. It doesn't depend on our circumstance. It doesn't depend on how we feel. It doesn't depend kung malakas ba tayo o nangihina pa. But today, let us decide to worship the Lord. Amen? Amen. Amen. So let's worship God. There's a light that shines hope and grace fills the sky. See each day
a broken heart You picked me up and now I'm set apart From the ash I am born again Forever safe in the Savior's hand You are more than my words could say I'll follow you, Lord, through all my days I'll fix my eyes following your ways Forever free in the land of grace you are you are, you are, you are my freedom. We lift you higher, lift you higher. Your love, your love, your love, never ending. Oh, oh, oh. You are alive, you are alive in us. Nothing can take your place. You are all we need. Your love has set us free. Darkest night, let your love be the shining light, making chains that will hold in me. You slipped your sun down to set me free. Everything of this world will fade. I sing on till I see your face. Amen. I believe that you will be done. I won't stop. I won't stop till the king. Now everybody die. sing you up. You are, you are. Your love, your love never ends. 
Parang kulang ba? Kulang? I'm enjoying singing for the Lord. Amen? Diba? Kantahin pa natin ba? We have a very wonderful, amazing, glorious God. Hebrews 13.8 says, He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He did so much, so great things, miracles, so many wonderful things that we read today. But you know what? He is the same God. And He is still doing it today. He is the same God. Our God, our Lord, our Savior. And He will never change. He promised that. He is our God. And He is our Lord. He is forever faithful.
Truly, Father, you are the same. You are the same yesterday, today, and forever. As we look back on your goodness and your faithfulness, Truly, Father, we thank you for Jesus. The Apostle Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, For I received from the Lord what I also pass unto you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Today we partake in an ordinance that Jesus instituted 2,000 years ago. This symbolic bread and wine does not have the power to save us, but rather we do it as an act of remembrance and as an act of worship. But before we partake of the said communion elements, let's pause for a while. Allow the Lord to seek and search us. If there's anything unpleasing before Him today, let's lay it all down on the throne of grace. Father, we thank you. We honor you. We give you thanks. Truly, you are the same. You are faithful. You are loving. You are merciful. Today, as we partake of the said communion elements, may it place us in an act of worship, remembering your finished work on the cross, allowing us to experience your great love and the mercy that abounds. Father, if there's anything unpleasing before you, we humbly come before you and ask for forgiveness. Father, we love you. We honor you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. The ushers of the church will be standing in front. If you wish to partake of the said communion elements, we request you to form a single line in the middle.
You are the same yesterday, today, and forever. Our God, we're standing on your faithfulness, O oh God. Lord, our lives are for you. We trust you, O oh Lord, on your great, greatness, O oh God, knowing that you will never change, that you will be the same. We can bank on your promises, O oh Lord, O oh Lord. Because you will never change. All glory, honor, power, and praise be unto our God both now and forever. And everybody with grateful hearts say amen. All right, good morning. Medyo nawawala ako sa sarili ko eh. Good morning. And I'm excited because it's 64 days before Christmas. Grabe, no? Bilis ng panahon. Last, uh, two weeks ago, sa Cavite kami ni Ice. Nung Monday, kasama ko yung mga missionaries natin, uh, we were in Apari. Tapos ngayon, we're back in Baguio. Ang bilis. Parang inisip ko, grabe, no? Pabalik-balik, back and forth. 
Nasubukan na ay mag-travel ng 14 hours. Habi, sarap. Sarap sa puwet. Lalo na pag tumatanda ka na. Ayan. So, since ang bilis nung panahon, huwag sana natin sayangin. Huwag sana natin sayangin yung panahon. We have to value every opportunity. Every opportunity to forgive. Every opportunity to ask for forgiveness. Every opportunity to love, to appreciate somebody, to show kindness, to celebrate. Those are the moments na wag mo nang ipabukas eh. Kung kaya mong gawin ngayon, gawin nyo na po. So we're in this series for the whole month of October entitled, What's Your Story? Diba for the past Sundays, you've been hearing stories after stories after stories on how God redeems each story and makes it part of His story. Sabi nga natin, di ba? Lahat ng tao may story. And every story and every story matters to God. Lahat ng kwento natin may kwenta pagdating sa Panginoon. Eh yung tanong eh, tanong mo yung katabi mo, may kwento ka ba? Parang wala. Di ba? Parang wala. Pero meron at meron yan. So I'd like you to imagine for a moment, di ba? Imagine with me for a moment, what if you won today? Diba? Tumaya kayo sa Lotto, Kevin, tapos nanalo. Imagine, kanina ko lang tinignan, diba? I was looking at the results. Sabi doon, 6.58 Ultra Lotto. Hindi ko lang sabihin noon. 49.5 million. Diba? Lumalaki na lumalaki yung mata ninyo. Yung pinakakonte was, pinakakonte, 6.42 15 million. Pero imagine winning 15 million, Eric. Ano mangyayari sa buhay niyo? Magbabago ba? Oo, wala. Chill lang. Same din lang, Pastor, di ba? Same lang. Pero ngayon, nagtatapon ako ng pera, di ba? Ganun ba yung pagkakaiba? But I'd like to believe that once nanalo kay ng loto, your life will change. Amen? Magbabago at magbabago yan. Maniwala kayo. The things na noon gusto niyong bilhin, ngayon mabibili niyo na eh. Di ba? Pag isip, bahay pa kay nanay, kotse pa kay tatay, the newest iPhone. Ano bang pinakabago ngayon? 15? Oo, ha? 16? 18? Hindi ko na alam. Ibibili. Hindi pa lumalabas yung 16. Binili mo na. Diba? Yun ang matindi. Diba? Gusto mo magbabago at magbabago yung buhay ninyo. Imagine no, wow. How you wish. Diba? Ang hirap naman eh. Ang hirap manalo pag hindi kayo tumataya. Pero alam nyo ba kung bakit hindi tumatay yung kristyano sa loto? Bakit? Hindi nyo ba alam? Sino sa inyo nakakalam kung ba't hindi tumatay yung mga kristyano sa loto? Walang nakakalam. Grabe naman. Dahil kay Kristo pa lang, jackpot na kayo. Yun ang dapat isipin nyo. Hindi nyo kailangan tumaya kasi nagka-jackpot na kayo. Eh. Bakit nyo pa kailangan tumaya? Today's message is entitled, Life Changing. Sabi sa tabi mo, Life Changing. And looking at my memory verse for today, which is Galatians 2.20, we'll be looking at Galatians chapter 2, verses 11 to 21 for our passage uh, for today. So can I invite everybody who can stand up and read to please join me as we give honor to the reading of God's Word this lovely morning. So open your Bibles to Galatians chapter 2, 11 to 21. So I'll be reading out of the uh, NIV version. So, when Cephas came to Antioch, 
I opposed him to his face because he stood condemned. For before certain men came from James, he used to eat with the Gentiles. But when they arrived, he began to draw back and separate himself from the Gentiles because he was afraid of those who belonged to the circumcision group. The other Jews joined him in his hypocrisy so that by their hypocrisy, even Barnabas was led astray. When I saw that they were not acting in line with the truth of the gospel, I said to Cephas in front of them all, You are a Jew, yet you live like a Gentile and not like a Jew. How is it then that you force Gentiles to follow Jewish customs? We who were Jews by birth and not simple Gentiles know that a person is not justified by the works of the law, but by faith in Jesus Christ. So we who have put our faith in Christ Jesus, that we may be justified by faith in Christ and not by the works of the law. Because by the works of the law, no one will be justified. But if, but if in seeking to be justified in Christ, we Jews find ourselves also among the sinners, doesn't that mean that Christ promotes sin? Absolutely not. If I rebuild what I destroyed, then I really would be a lawbreaker. For through the law, I died to the law so that I might live for God. I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not set aside the grace of God for if righteousness could be gained through the law, Christ died for nothing. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for today. We thank you that we can not only be hearers of God's word, God's word, but also declarers of his word. Father, today, work in our hearts. May today's message be personal to us. We thank you. We honor you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. You may be seated. Ayan, good morning. Sana naka-adjust na kayo ng konti. Diba? So the book of Galatians is a book written by Paul. He wrote this book to the church in Galatia in order to address certain issues. Si Paul kasi mahilig magsulat, ng, mahilig magsulat. When there are issues in the church, whether in the church in Corinth, he would write a letter. Ito nagkaroon ng issue in the church of Galatia. A theological issue that people were thinking na, o nga no, we are saved by faith. Pero we have to perform good works. Na to the point that nakatali para sa kanila, there were people spreading false doctrine in the church in Galatia that in order for you to be saved, you have to do certain works. These were called the Judaizers. Di ba? Kung narinig nyo na yung word na yan, Judaizers. These were legalistic Jews who insisted that if you want to become a Christian, you have to observe certain laws. So, ibig sabihin nun, kung ikaw Gentile, Eric, kung ikaw hindi ka Hudyo, in order for you to become a Christian, you have first to become a, a Jew, absorb Judaism, then become a Christian. Napakalayo yung agwat. Parang yun yung kailangan mong gawin. You have to observe. And that one specific law na gustong-gusto nila was circumcision. Sabihin kung Gentile ka, kailangan mo daw muna magpatuli in order to show that you are a Jew before you convert to becoming a Christian. Eh, hindi yun, yung, hindi yun yung gospel na promote ni Paul. 
His gospel, the gospel of Jesus Christ, is that we are saved through faith. Period. Nothing added. Yun yung gusto niya. So when he came to know na mayroong mga tao na promote no, he wrote this letter to the church in Galatia. Fast forward, kasi medyo boring yung Galatians chapter 1, pero Galatians chapter 2, in our passage of scripture today, you find out there's a name called Cephas. Di ba? Naginig nyo ka ni Cephas. Sometimes it's a, parang first time ko naginig yung pangalan niya. The name Cephas means Peter. Si Peter yung tinutukoy dito. Peter was this apostle. Di ba? Peter was this guy na tinitingala ni Paul. Kasi nauna siya. He was a disciple of Jesus Christ. But all of a sudden, yung setting natin dito, Paul decided to rebuke Peter. It's just though na pang biglang tatayo na lang si Kuya Jumar tapos sasabihin mo, sasabihin niya sa akin na, derechan, Pastor Mike, hipokrito. Imagine the setting. This was Peter. Kilala niyo si Peter? The rock. Yung, yung nakasama ni Jesus. This was Peter. And Paul wanted to rebuke Peter. Sino sa inyo has the guts to rebuke me today? Parang nakakatakot. Kahit alam niyo may, may kasalanan si Pastor Mike. Dahil nakakatakot. That was Paul. Paul knew. Sabi niya, paano natin promote yan? You say you love the Jews, you love the Gentiles, and that the gospel is for everybody. Yun yung, yun yung gospel. The gospel is not only for the Jews, but the gospel is for everybody. But Peter here, alam mo gagawa ni Peter? Parang si Peter, oh, yung gospel para sa lahat. Pero pagkasama niya yung mga hindi hudyo, yung mga Gentiles, and when they're eating, biglang may pumasok na hudyo, biglang aalis siya. Ayaw niya ma-associate, ay, hindi, hindi ko sila kasama, ah, ganun, hindi. You're, you're, you're giving the message na parang kahit hindi mo halata, na parang ayaw mo sila makasama. And Paul noticed that thing. Nung na-notice niya, gabi, sabi niya, parang mali, ah. mali yung doktrina, mali yung gospel na promote natin. So he decided to confront Peter. Peter says that Gentiles can be saved, but he doesn't want to spend time with them. Di ba ironic yun? Yung sasabi mo, pwede rin, salvation is also for them. Pero pagdating sa relationship, ayoko. Pagdating sa spending time, wag. Pagdating mo, grabe naman si Peter during that time. And even in church today, we still do the same. Yung kala natin, yung church is only for certain people and not for everybody. You ever try na may pumasok sa church na bago tapos tinignan nyo ng iba? Ba't siya dito? Ba't ganyan siya gumalaw? Ba't ganyan itsura niya? Ba't ganyan siya manamit? Na in a way, hindi mo man sinabi, inisip mo, but you're judging. Diba? You have certain prejudices na ah, hindi dapat siya nandito. Pati ba siya? Namatay si Jesus para sa kanya? And oftentimes, we have that mindset on people. Whether you like it or not, diba? we like. I sometimes have that judgment. Napagdigin mo, ba't siya dito? Di ba dapat pa, sa ibang church siya? And yet we say every day that Christ died for everybody. What message are we sending pag ganun tayo mag-isip? In a way, sabi ko nga, me, myself included, are hypocrites in terms of our relationship with other people. Kala natin kasi yung pag when we lie, when we gossip about other people. But it's also in the same way in people we don't have any relationship with. Diba? Dali natin mag-judge. Grabe naman yung tao na yan. Daming tato. Wala nang pag-asa yan. Bakit siya nandito? Diba? Kala ko nag-backslide na siya last year. Gusto niya paulit-ulit na slide. 
And yet we say that Jesus died for everybody. Going back to Galatians chapter 1, there's a, there's a verse that I'd like to highlight before we move on. It's on Galatians chapter 1, verses 12 that says, For I did not receive the gospel from human source, and I was not taught and I was not taught it, but it came by revelation of Jesus Christ. Paul was trying to say in Galatians chapter 1, I received revelations from God. He constantly, paulit-ulit niyang kinikwento yung paano niya na-encounter si Jesus Christ so that if you have questions about the gospel, ask Him firsthand. That's what Paul wanted to promote. That if you believe in Jesus, kulang na lang eh, yung gospel na sinishare ko, meron nakalood na, signed Jesus Christ in order for you guys to believe it. Paul would constantly give a detailed timeline of what he did. I was in this road going to Damascus, then there was this light, then I had an encounter with Jesus Christ. He would always tell it to people to verify his source. Now, yung gospel was not just shared by, an, uh, was not just shared by another person to him. It was not taught by another person, but it was revealed to him by Jesus. In verses 11 to 14 of our passage of Scripture, this is what Paul did. He rebuked Peter. Kasi mali naman talaga yung ginagawa ni Peter eh, di ba? Parang, ang hirap eh. And oftentimes, this is what we do. Di ba? We like to treat other people differently. I came across a phrase yesterday that really hit my heart. It was so deep na parang sa akin eh, wow. Is this God? Are, are you rebuking me? Sabi ko nga, pero in a way, sabi ko, may be God's message to you also. It says, the way we treat people indicates what we think their worth is to Jesus. The way you treat people, the way we treat people indicates what we think their worth is to Jesus. I believe it or not, it's so true. Kala natin mas special tayo eh. Kala natin God loves us more than other people. But that's not, that's, that's not what it says. He loves Kevin the same way he loves Eric. The same way, who's new here today? Sinong bago? First time. The, the same way he, he loves those, those kids there. Same way. Walang special treatment dahil mas matagal ka ng church. Walang special treatment dahil nagde-devotion ka. God loves us all the same. The challenge is, is how we treat other people. You see how Peter treated other people? This was Peter. Di ba? He was a good guy. He was the disciple. Pero pagdating sa ibang tao eh, ayaw niya ma-associate siya sa mga hindi hudyo. And it spoke so much about who he was. Even to the point na si Barnabas, Kuya William, muntik nang nag-backslide eh. Barnabas was a Jew. Sabi, hindi ko makapaniwala na ganun ginagawa pala natin. This is the gospel we promote and this is how we act as Christians. I mean, no powerful words na sometimes it rings up to now, it rings a bell to me. How do I treat Ariel? Diba? Ganun ba gusto ni Jesus? Kay Jason, ganun din ba? Is it indicative of how Jesus' love is shown to them? In verses 15 to 18, to make the Long story short, yeah. the Judaizers were telling these new Greek Christians that they needed to act like a Jew. You needed to observe all the laws. You needed to be circumcised. Ganun daw, ganun yung mga kailangan yung gawin. It was not by faith in Jesus Christ. It was still through acts. 
Then comes my favorite verse in Galatians 2.20. That's why Paul would constantly remind us, Galatians 2.20, Paul would constantly remind us that it's not what he did. It's not what he did. Paul was this good guy, right? Best of the best, cream of the crop, Pharisee who did everything right. It was not what he did. It's not what he was supposed to do. It's not what he did not do. But at the end of the day, it's what Jesus Christ did for him what mattered. That's what Galatians 2.20 means. Hindi importante kung ang ginawa mo. Hindi importante kung ano yung patuloy mong gagawin. Yung importante sa araw na to, kung ano yung ginawa ni Kristo para sa inyo. And once you get to realize what He did for you, it would push you to a whole new level. That's what Paul wanted to tell. Na pinag-uusapan na ito kung sino yung support, sino yung hindi, sino kailangan magpatuli, sino yung ganyan. Ang dami natin pinag-iisipan eh. But once you get to realize the finished work of Jesus Christ on the cross, what He did for you, every day I look in the mirror and get to realize what Jesus has done for me, I can't help but cry. And once you truly, once you truly realize what grace is all about, every day, every morning will be a crying day. Sino ba naman ako, Lord? I sin every day. You would constantly love me the same way. Even to the point that ayaw mo, ayaw mo manatili akong ganun eh. That's why Jesus would like every day for you to be transformed to His likeness. To live by faith doesn't mean to close your eyes and expect God to fix your life. But rather, to live by faith means to open your eyes and to see God moving in your life, and to see the pattern that Jesus has set and for you to follow. That's what it means to live by faith. This is Paul talking. This is Galatians chapter 2. And now allow me to share my story. This is my story for you today. Jesus and the gospel was first and foremost something I knew. I grew up Catholic, Catholic Sagrado. We went to church every Sunday. We had this 6 o'clock habit. Ano yung 6 o'clock habit? We lived three floors. Sa middle floor was the house of my grandmother. Every 6 o'clock, Ariel, may marinig kang bell. Bell, talaga magulat ka pag nasa bahay ka namin. Kala mo, end of the world na eh. May marinig kang bell, which signifies na lahat kami kailangan punta sa floor sa house ng grandmother ko. Alam mo ang gagawin namin? 6 o'clock habit. We pray the rosary. We would sing songs. That's what we did every day. Grabe, no? Go to church, that's every day. Pag wala ka, hanapin ka ng lola ko eh. Tapos wala kang allowance galing sa kanya. Di ba ang hirap niyan? I used to believe that I had to do all these things in order to be saved. I had to be good. I had to obey my parents. All these things, kailangan gawin. Na, to the point na pag ako nagkasala, ang laki ngayon ng epekto. Pangala. Ano na ngayon? Maiwan na yata ako. And that's what other people made me feel. Even to the point na sabi ko, kulang na lang, naging sakristan ako eh. Kasi I enjoyed. Gusto ko nasa simbahan yung, yung ring ka lang ng bell, tapos suot mo, pang puti, pang linis-linis mo. Kasi hindi ako bagay mag-sakristan eh. Kasi yung pinapagawa sa akin ng pare noon was to shine. Did you ever try that? Every Saturday, to shine in silverware. 
Alam mo kapatid ko, di ba? Lali yan. Every Sunday, ay, di man every Sunday. She go once a month, we would go sa church. Tapos ipapashine sa amin lahat ng silverware. Ang dami, Alexi, talagang malulula ka. Nagamit namin Colgate. Ang dami, we would shine it. Super shiny. Para pagtaas ng pare nung, nung yung cup niya, sabihin namin, ako nag-shine nun. Lahat, lalagyan ng kandila, we would shine it. Kaya sabi mo, galing nila mag-shine, taga-shine na lang. Pero yung dream ko nun, sabi gusto kong maging sacristan. Di ba? Parang taga-sunod ka ng pari, taga-ganong ka lang insenso. Parang saya. Ang saya maging sacristan during that time, di ba? I thought, sabi ko, by good works, I would be saved. Then college came, di ba? Yung college, napaka-goodie boy mo, tapos pagdating mo ng college, you were shocked. Kasi yung tao, hindi lahat good eh. Di ba? Karamihan bad. Diba? Yung time na exposure nila ng freedom, diba? mga taong nasa probinsya, akit ng Baguio, freedom! Diba? Walang magbabantay, lahat-lahat. Tahashat tayo. Diba? So yes, we did drinking, we did smoking, even a little drugs. Diba? Hindi halata. Kasi, siyempre, uh, maayos eh. Hindi naman halata. Pero yung mga bisyo na yon got worse when I worked. Yung tawag nila ABS. Alam mo ABS? ABS-CBN. ABS means alak, babae, sugal. Yun yung lahat yun yung gustong-gusto namin sa banko noon eh. Na siyempre, you had money. Di ba? May pera ka. So, magagawa mo lahat eh. Di ba? Sugal. Gabi, so, nagsusugal kami ng tawag sa pusoy. Di ba? Pusoy lang ha. Yung tayo namin, maaabot na mga 40,000. Sa opisina lang ha. So, usually, pag nag-bonus, magbo-bonus kami, 100,000. Uwi mo na lang mga 20. 20 pesos. <laughs> Imagine yung pera na umiikot noon, na literal ha, Mo, pag nagsusugal kami, we're joking around, kumagamit kami ng money counter. Para lang mabilang namin kung magkano yung taya ng bawat isa. Alam mo yung pusoy, tapos may mga makikikahid sa likod. Ganun lang, isang taya, uwi ka na kasi ubus na, na yung pera. Ganun ka lang, hindi namin kailangan pumuntang sabungan, doon palang sold na kami. Tabi na namin, ATM machine, talagang, talagang sugal, sugal, sugal. Inom. Pagkatapos nun, yung mananalo, siya yung magpapababae. <laughs> diba? So, kahit matalo, dapat andun ka pa rin eh. Diba? Pa, kahit paano, makabawi ka. That was, that was the life. Diba? Yun yung life na yun. Parang yun yung constant nangyayari. We did it for how? Nine years. Parang saya. Tapos yung pera mo. Talagang paulit-ulit eh. Believe me, paulit-ulit. Sa desk ko, meron ng t-shirt, may polo. Kasi natutulog na kami sa opisina eh. Wala nang uyan. Doon na kami maliligo sa opisina. Lahat yon. My boss would say, okay lang yan. Two days di nakaligo, two days di nakauwi. Okay lang yan. Di ba, bungar lang namin. Isang red horse, electric pan na nakatutok sa mata mo para hindi ka matulog. That was the life that we had. Di ba, kala nyo masaya? Di ba, masaya naman. Di ba, we worked for eight hours, two hours, tapos na namin yung trabaho namin, tulog na kami for six hours. Ulit-ulit. 24 hours, seven days a week. No time for church during that time. Kasi Sunday, doon kami nagsusugal eh. Sunday and Saturday. Di ba, sarado yung bangko, kaya doon kami. Yung may message na lang, o oh, assemble tayo sa branch na ganito. Imagine, di ba? Saya. Until one day, sabi ko parang, ayoko na eh. Di ba? I felt I was too far away from God. You realize that? Yung sa dami ng ginagawa mo, layo mo na eh. Yung, Although people were trying to invite me to church, parang di na eh, parang pagkatapak ko pa lang sa simbahan eh, baka masunog kayo. Kayo yung masusunog, di ba? Parang, I felt that when I entered church, people would judge me. Kasi alam nila eh, na it was impossible for a person like me to change. 
Wala nang pag-asa, sabi ko. Okay lang ganito, kung masunog. Kaya sabi Kevin, kung masunog, masunog. At least nag-enjoy na ako dito. I had a different understanding and that needed to be changed. Ron Smith said, there was a time when people went to church, heard the truth, and wept over their sins. Today, people go to church, hear a motivational speech, and ignore their sins. Hirap nun, no? Nowadays, that's what happens. Pupunta ka church to feel good. Nowadays, you go to church kasi, I like how he speaks. Ang dami niyang sinasabing jokes. Ang dami niyang sinasabing hugot. But when it comes to the sin that is being revealed to us, no, no yan. Hindi ako yung tinutukoy ni pastor. People today have a poor understanding of grace. Yun yung sad truth ngayon. In John chapter 19, verse 30, there's a word that, that says tetelestai, which means it is finished. Ama before lumabas yung word na tetelestai, that, 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 that Greek word was often used in documents na kapag may utang ka. Kapag bayad ko na, ako may utang kay, kay Harry. Kapag bayad ko na yung utang kay Harry, he would mark the document tetelestai. It means it is paid in full. It is finished. And once you get to realize it, that's what Jesus did for you. There was no way you would ever pay for what you did. Diba yung, yung kahapat-dapat nga sa atin eh, is hell, is death. But because of the finished work of Jesus Christ on the cross, He said, tetelestai, it is finished, paid in full. CJ, your sins, paid in full. Yun ibig sabihin ng tetra, when He died on the cross, He said, it is finished. Yun ibig sabihin nung tapos na. But what does it push you to do? How much so hard to understand grace? Alam mo bakit? Mula sa pagkabata natin, andun yung reward system, Eric. Andun yung reward system na ginagawa sa bata, di ba? Pag umiyak yung bata, sabi mo, tama na, tama na. Bilang kita ng toy. Di ba? <laughs> toy, di ba? May kapalit, di ba? Pagdating sa ospital, kailangan mong bakunahan yung anak mo, anong gagawin mo? Magdadala ka ng candy, magdadala ka ng prize. Para pag ginawa niya, mayroon ding ibibigay. In the world that we live in today, you get good grades, di ba may price. So work, you work hard, they give you something in return. That's why grace is so hard to be understood because you have to do nothing. You know, hindi tanggap ng tao eh. Bang, ha? Walang gagawin? In the world that we live in, di ba there is something that you have to do. You want something, Kevin? Then you have to do something in return. You know, hindi magets eh. But once you get to fully understand what grace means, it doesn't mean that you have to abuse it. Hindi ibig sabihin no, no, na lisensya yun upang magkasala ka. But all the more for you to change. That's what it means to understand grace. Kako, I love the song. I'm not a singer, but I'll try. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, this is a song by Yung sa a line sa song na Amazing Grace that says, Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. You might not have a dark past, pero definitely lahat tayo nagkasala. And to come to realize that Christ died for you means so much. In a world would say na, wala, ang dumi mo na, hindi ka namin love, hindi ka namin accepted. 
In a world that would brand you because of what you did, Jesus would always say, come home. I love you. I care for you. I died for you. That's what it means, you amazing grace, that the person who wrote this song, hindi niya, hindi niya makontrol eh. Ano pang grabe? Hindi, hindi niya ma-explain. Hindi niya, hindi niya ma-comprehend. But all he can say is amazing grace. How sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. You know how it all started? I was going home one of these days. Ano, minsan nagsawa ka na. Hindi ko alam, maaga siguro nagsawa, pero I don't know. During the days, I was walking home, sober, di ba, first time di ako umuwi. Kasi usually, before umuwi, uh, one to two beers, tas uwi ka na, parang kalmado yung utak mo. Pero during the time, sabi ko, I'll just walk home. Habang naglalakaw daw pa uwi, habang sabi ko kay Lord, this is my negotiation. Lord, kung ganito na lang yung buhay ko, kunin mo na. Nakasawa eh. But if you change my life, sabi ko, I will follow you forever. That was my words. Habang naglalakad ako pa, sabi ko, hindi ko gets eh. You think masaya? Diba? Masaya ang uminom? Yes. Panandalian. Masaya ang magsugal? Yes. Panandalian. But once, you, once your mind gets synced ulit sa buhay na, hindi naman everyday ganun eh. Uminom ka, may problema. Pag yung, yung, yung time din, makawala talaga yung problema mo. Diba? Pag gising mo, nakaiga ka na sa suka mo, yun, problema yun. Hindi <laughs> mo alam kung nasan ka, problema yun. But those words up to now ring something in my heart. Hindi ko man in-admit nun, but I needed something. May kulang eh. Alam mo, you're walking, you do your life, maganda yung buhay, lahat meron, pero may kulang sa buhay mo eh. I don't know if, you, if you're that person today na alam nyo may kulang na hindi mo alam kung ano yun. You think it's the newest phone? Pero pagbali, pag, di ba, Eric, pagbili mo nun, may kulang pa din. You think it's the newest car? Pagbili mo yun, may kulang pa din. I thought, I thought it was something, but I never figured out that it was someone. I mean, I didn't admit that I needed Jesus in my life kasi parang sa akin, corny yun eh. Pag in-admit ko, kailangan ko si Jesus, ah, ibang level ka na lang kasiraan ng ulo. But during that time, I needed Jesus. And even today, I need Jesus. Tomorrow, I need Jesus. It starts there with a constant admission that you need Christ. Na may kulang eh, hindi mo kaya. Maniwala kayo, hindi nyo kakayanin yung buhay. You need Christ by your side all throughout the day. Moving forward. Jesus and the gospel was not only something I knew, but it became something I believed in. Wow, Jesus can change lives. Jesus died for my sins. There was this statement that say, we too have put our faith in Jesus Christ that we may be justified by faith in Christ and not by the works of the law because by the works of the law, no one can be justified. How I, every day is a day to praise God. Alam mo bakit? Kung basihan niya yung good works, lahat dapat tayo mamamatay sa hell eh. Alam mo bakit? Yung sa Ten Commandments pa lang eh. Alin doon yung nasusunod yung 100%? First commandment, nagagawa niya ba? Second commandment, nagagawa niya ba? Fourth commandment, meron at meron kang kulang doon eh. And what, what the gospel of 
of works is telling you na kahit may kulang kang isa, you're doomed for hell. No one can reach 100% pagdating sa pagsunod sa batas. Meron ba? Meron ba? O ako lang. Ako lang yata makasalanan dito eh. Kakahiya naman. Everybody, everybody will fall short. That's what made me realize na wow, he did something truly I cannot do. And that's justification by faith. I met Isel at the bank. Doon kami nagkakilala ni Isel. We both worked there. I courted her, di ba? Kasi parang, wow, parang bagay kami ah. Di ba? <laughs> During that time, uh, alala ko nun eh, tatlo, tatlo kami na sabay-sabay na nanligaw. Imagine mo, ang ganda ng asawa ko. Tatlo, sabay-sabay yun ah. Kaya ako naman, syempre, ibang level yung pastor nyo eh. Sabi ko, mauna na yung dalawa. Oh, ako na yung huli, kasi sure naman eh. Sure yan, kasi napangasawa ko ngayon eh. Di ba? Sabi ko, paano ka, ganun kakampante, di ba? All good looks, di ba? So, yung una, manliligaw, ihatid niya si Aisel. I remember, no? ihatid niya pa sa, anong place yun? Basta, hindi ko, hindi Quezon Hill eh. Hindi Engineers Hill. Yung next na lipat nila. Imelda, yun no? Imelda, pagkahatid nila, pagkahatid niya doon, gagawin ko, uh, Kevin, ang gagawin ko, haabangan ko na siya sa waiting shed. Para sige, maligayang araw ang pagdating niya doon, di ba? Ano? Saan ka galing? Di ba? Hinatid, huwag mo nang ulitin, ha? Bukas yan, ha? <laughs> yun yung magaling. Bukas, one down. Yung next na naman. Yung next pagkatid, tapos yung maliligayang araw mo, may hawak na ang tubo, eh, di ba? Babalik ka pa? Parang ikaw yung kuya, isa-isa pang minsan niligawan, pagbalik, wala na. Sabi ko kay Aisel noon, eh. Turn ko na ba? Sumuko na ba sila sa'yo? Hindi nila kaya, no? Sabi ko, ako kaya ko. Oo, ha? Ibang level eh. Diba? So, I started courting her. And I started, this is a phrase. Sabi niya sa akin noon, sige, pwede ka manligaw, pero dapat we share the same faith. Para sa isang lalaki, hindi mo tanggap yun. Diba? Maganda nang sabihin, pangit ka. At least, alam mo. Diba? Pero pag sinabi niya, we do not share the same faith, sabi ko kahit anong talino ko, hindi ko alam yung ibig sabihin noon eh. Diba? EJ, alam mo ba, pag sinabi sa babae noon, we do not share the same faith. Diba? Okay. Pero deep down, ano yung ibig niyang sabihin? <laughs> hindi ko gets eh. Hindi ko talaga gets you the time. So, I pursued her. So, ibig sabihin, I went to church. Kung saan siya nag-church, doon na ako nag-church. Diba? Kung anong gagawin nila, gagawin ko din. Kung magtataas sila ng kamay, magtataas nila ako ng kamay. Diba? Kung magko-communion, communion din ako. Papanuorin ko lahat ng galaw nila para same kami ng ginagawa. Mag-amen sila, mag-amen din ako. Kahit di ko alam ko anong pinagsasabi. Everything that they did, I did. Diba? Para, para wow. Same faith na tayo. Yung kala ko yun yung ibig sabihin ng same faith nila. But I was wrong. There was this one day, yung isang midweek service, a pastor called me to the side. Tapos sabi niya sa akin, Mike, sabi niya, nalika dito, sabi niya, may relationship ka ba kay Jesus? Sabi ko, ano kayong mangyayari dito? Diba? Eh, wala, wala nang pwedeng gayain eh. Kasi kami lang dalawa eh. Hindi ko lang gagawin ko. So sabi ko, may relationship ka ba kay Jesus? So sabi ko, siyempre, hindi ko pwedeng sabihin no. Jesus na yun eh. So sabi ko, meron po. Diba? Sabi niya, buksan mo yung Bible. Binigyan niya yung Bible. Sabi niya, buksan mo sa John chapter 3. So ako, sabi ko, anong John? Sabi ko. <laughs> Hindi ko alam. Halata eh. Kasi, inahalap ko yung table of contents. <laughs> sabi ko, ano kayong John chapter 3? Sabi ko, Hindi ko alam. I never opened my Bible. Para sa amin yung Bible, kahit tanong yung kapatid ko, pang display yan. Sagrado yan. Hindi mo pwedeng galawin. 
So, tinitignan lang namin yung Bible, hinihipuan, Lord, patawad. Ganun. Pero walang, walang effect. So, nung binigyan niya yung Bible, buksan mo, ayaw kong aminin na hindi ko alam kung nasaan. Kaya sabi ko, saan kaya dito? Diba? Siguro napansin niya, mga 10 minutes ko na hinahanap eh. Sabi ko, sayo, Mike, ako na sabi niya, ito, ako na magbubukas. Pagbukas niya, binuksan niya yung John chapter 3. Sabi, ah, John pala pangalan. Kala ko, John. John 3, sabi niya. Ay, hindi ko alam. So, pagkabasa na, ito's a story about Nicodemus. I did not understand the story. Then, nung in-explain niya sa akin that you have to be born again in the Spirit. Sabi ko, gets eh. But he led me to a prayer na parang sabi ko, hindi ko alam kung bakit eh. Bakit ko gustong sabihin? Bakit gustong ulitin yung prayer na yon? But I was in tears. I accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior August 1, 2007. A day I would never forget. Simple words, simple prayer. But it is believing in, in but it is believing in those words that had the power to save. Hindi yung uulitin mo lang. Walang power doon eh. kahit ilang beses kami magpa-altar ko na do you believe Jesus? Follow after me. Kung hindi mo talaga mean, kung hindi mo naintindihan kung anong natanggap mo, it has no power in your life. I believed in the gospel, I believed in Jesus. But it wasn't smooth sailing. Kala ko kasi pag naniniwala na ako, pag naging kristyana na ako, okay na lahat. I still struggled with sin. Pupunta pa rin ako church, nakainom. Kasi hindi ko talaga kaya yung taas yung kamay ko. Lahat sin nakataas, hindi ko maintindihan. Yung parang may konti kang tama. Diba? I mean, even to the point, habang nakataas yung kamay nila, ina-appear ko sila. <laughs> parang masaya. But I had to believe it. I had to believe that Jesus was working in my life. Sabi nila, Fake it and I faith it until you make it. I had to believe na, alam ko, Lord, hindi mo kahayaan na ganito eh. May pagbabago kang gagawin sa buhay ko every day. Amo madali kapag, madaling pumuntang church kapag yung nililigawan mo andun. Madaling magpakabait pag kasama mo si pastor. Madaling gumawa ng devotion kapag alam mo kinabukasan may meeting kayo ng discipleship group nyo. Madali yun eh. Madali mga bagay na yun eh. Kasi alam mo, ah, okay, next week. Ah, okay, ganon. Pero kadalasan, mag-isa kayo. Kadalasan, hindi mo kasama si pastor. Kadalasan, hindi mo kasama yung mentor mo. Kadalasan, wala kayo sa church. Kaya nga tawag na Sunday service kasi Sunday lang. Mahirap pagpunta kayo dito Monday, tapos hinahanap niyo ako, wala ako dito. And most of the time, you fight your battles alone. Yun ang pinakamahirap eh. Maganda yung buhay pag sama-sama tayo, pag everyday, ganito, di ba? Pag Sunday pa, yung, alam mo yung feeling pag Sunday pa, ang lakas-lakas mo? Kasi nakikita mo si Kuya Kevin, nakikita mo si IJ na wow, nakaka-encourage. But when you get home and you're all left alone, and when temptation creeps into you, ang hirap mag-know eh. Lalo pag mag-isa mo eh. That's what happened to me. Ang kadalasan mag-isa eh. Wala naman si Aisel, nasa yung price ko nun, wow, nililigaw ko, gagawin ko yun. Pag-uwi ko, wala, mag-isa ko ulit. Ang gagawin mo? When we have nothing left by when we have nothing left but God, we discover that God is enough. Minsan kala mo lang mag-isa mo eh, but you fight your battles with God. You don't transition from knowing to believe it. You have to believe it for a fact that God is with you, that He fights your battles with you. Yan ganda nung kanta eh. Di ba? Your grace is enough. Your grace is enough. Your grace is enough 
for me. You really believe that His grace is enough? That we go through challenges and struggles in life in order for us not only to depend, but to totally depend on Him. Yung mga moments na hindi mo lang bakit i-church ka ng church, pero bakit ganito pa yung buhay ko? It's an everyday struggle to look at Him. You know, we said to fix your eyes on Jesus. As you want you don't fix your eyes on Jesus, you look at the stresses of your day today, the stresses of today, the worries of tomorrow. You know, nakikita mo pag hindi mo fix your eyes on Jesus eh. It's hard, believe me. And up to now, it's hard. But if you daily do it, you will constantly look to Him for your strength, for your encouragement, for everything. I not only needed Christ, but also trusted that He was with me and is constantly working. Isang kasi kala mo wala nang pagbabago sa buhay mo. My first year as a Christian was a struggle. Kasi para sa akin, wala akong nakikita ng pagbabago. I was sharing a while ago, yesterday to attorney Annie, alam mo yung amoy ng sigarilyo, hanggang ngayon mabango sa akin. It smells good. Diba? The temptation is still there. I still struggle with the flesh. It's a daily effort to die to oneself. Yung pinakamahirap eh. Yung patay sa tingin nyo natutokso. Jason, sa tingin mo, yung patay natutokso? Matakot ka na, di ba? Pag yung patay, sabi niya, gugutom ako. <laughs> Magtaka na. And that's what it means to die to oneself. Once you die to oneself, they mean, sin doesn't have already the power over you. You have freedom in Christ. That is, that's what it means to die in Christ. Die to sin, be in Christ. To die in sin and to live in Christ. It's still having that feeling of guilt. Diba sino sa inyo? Nung pag nagkasala kayo, oh, parang mali. Tapos magsisimba ako mamaya. Parang mali. Tinatawag pa akong kristyano. Parang may mali. Do you have those guilty days? Honestly. And that's, hindi ko naman sabihin that's good that you sin. But that's a proof that the Spirit is working in your life. Andun yung conviction na sasabihin niya, Daisy, mali. But you still have the choice. Lovely, mali eh. Pero ano nang gagawin mo? Yun yung constant struggle that we have. That's why it's so important for you to do your devotions, to read your Bible, to connect with other people, to pray. Alam mo bakit? When you encounter sin and when you do your devotion and you read your Bibles, it brings you back to His love. Yun yung crying moments when you get to realize it. You get to realize that His love abounds. You get to realize that His love never changes. That His love is unconditional. That truly, I am a sinner saved by grace. Yun yung realization eh. Wow, Lord! Sino ba naman ako? So last part of my story. So, since I received Jesus, Sabi ko, what's next for me? Di ba na magandang gawin para sa, sa akin? Di ba? So I decided to find something I can do. So I applied in ministry. I decided to join ministry. Uh, yung first ministry ko was counter-checking yung pera na binilang every Sunday. Kasi kala nila, since I worked in the bank, kala nila naghahawa ko ng pera. But in reality, never ko ginawa yun. 
Never ako naghawak ng pera, never ako nagbilang ng pera. Kasi I was in the back office, accounting work. Yun yung ginagawa ko. So, ako noon, taga-bilang ng pera. Taga-bilang lang, at taga-counter check. Yun ang ginagawa ko. So, ang, bi- ang bagal ko magbilang. Kasi hindi nga ako nausanay magbilang ng pera. Di ba? So, talagang tagal. Sabi, yung, yung noon na head ko nga, eh, pang, gusto mo talaga dito? Mag-ministry? Kasi ang tagal eh. Di ba? Just to counter check uh, the money that was given every Sunday. It didn't matter kung anong ginagawa ko. Ako taga-ayos ng upuan, taga-punas, taga-bilang ng pera. Alam mo, gusto ko lang gawin. Makap... Yung gusto ko lang gawin is maging parte sa ginagawa ni Lord. Yun lang. It didn't matter kung may makakita sa akin. It didn't matter kung kung kailangan maaga. It didn't matter. Gusto ko lang, may gusto kong gawin. Parang, because of the overflowing love of God, parang gusto kong suklayan. Parang yung feeling niya, nakala mo may kaya kang gawin para kay Lord. May kaya kang gawin para kay Jesus. Na, I wanted to give back. Yun ang gusto kong gawin. So I said, ha, ganito gagawin ko. Talagang goody-goody. Talagang, I did everything I can. Sabi nga nila, let the word of God work in your life. The more I got deeper into God's word, the more I wanted to serve. My priorities began to shift. Began to shift. I did, at first, I didn't like to be a pastor. Sino sa inyo gusto maging pastor? Ngayon na, by their thinking. Bihira eh, kasi pangsiraulo lang yun eh. Right. During that time, pang natatawa ko, magpapastor, grabe, hirap ng buhay, tapos ganyan gagawin niya, not for me, sarap ng buhay sa bangko. But God decided to shift my plans. Ano mo nag-realize ko? Kaya ako nasa bangko para lang makilala ko si Aisel. Once nakilala ko si Aisel, mission accomplished. Sabi ni Lord, ano pang ginagawa mo dyan? It's done. Tapos na eh. Yun lang mo yung purpose mo lang, para makilala mo si Aisel, para maturo ka niya sa akin. That's it, sabi niya. So why are you there? Go. I'm at first, I didn't like to be a pastor. I just like to make a difference in the lives of other people. Yun lang. Gusto ko lang. Gusto lang na parang kahit magpayo lang sa mga kabataan. Yun lang gusto kong gawin. I remember they let me hold four kids. Yung mga pinakaayaw nila sa church. Ah, kahit dito may kapunta. Okay yun, di ba? Ako pagtingin ko pa lang sa kanila. Ako, sakit na ulo to eh. Hindi ba pwedeng mga goody goods? Di ba? Yung mga mababait. Yung mga pala church. Di ba? Pero yung mga napunta sa akin parang talagang Notorious eh. Yung tawag sa amin, yung first group was called Misfits. Alam mo yung sabay ng Misfit? Yung ayaw. Yung ayaw na. Hindi pa kasama si, si Karol noon. Pero grabe yung mga napunta sa amin, mga sumisigaw lang mag-isa. For real. Di ba? For real. Yung pag nababad trip sila, sisigaw lang sila. Sa church, biglang makinig mo, biglang may nagme-message, may mga sumisigaw lang. Yan, mga may tama sa ulo. Sabi mo, ganun ba ako? Sabi ko, may tama na rin ba ako sa ulo? People... People who people did not like. Yun yung kailangan ko disciple. I was, a, I was a bit picky. Pero sabi ko nga, no, God also loves them. I decided to disciple them. Yung iba hindi nagbago. Kasi kala ko ako yung magbabago sa kanila. But little did I know that it's only Jesus who can bring about change in a certain person. Every day, was an opportunity for me to demonstrate the love of Jesus that I knew was right every time I read scripture. And up to now, every time I get to read scripture, I'm every day, every day is an opportunity to show love to Kurt, to Lawrence, to AJ, to everybody that's here. It's simple acts, yung mismong hello. Yun, mapapatunayan mo na buhay yung Diyos na pinagsisilbihan nyo. Yung a simple smile, in a way, malay mo, yun yung kailangan nila, yung ngiti lang yun na pag-asa na, wow, dito pala, love ako. 
It was simple acts to demonstrate the love of Jesus. The song Scandal of Grace highlights this line. Sabi nung, oh to be like you, give all I have just to know you. Jesus, there's no one besides you forever the hope in my heart. Yung battle cry ko. Up to now. The title doesn't matter. I make it a point, every day I have to show the love of Jesus to other people. Kahit in little ways. Simple smile, pagtulong, kumusta ka na, kumain ka na ba? It might not be the life that you picture. Gusto nyo kasi, hindi yan yung kaya kong gawin. But I find joy in doing those things. In allowing other people to experience the same love that I experience every day in my life. I mean, when you get to eat something good, di ba? may magandang restaurant, masarap na pagkain, nakita kang food blog, kinainan nyo masarap, hindi mo ba share sa ibang tao? Oftentimes, oh, masarap pala kumain doon, ay, kahapon kumain kami doon, ang sarap nung ganito, next time order nyo yung ganun. Mayroon ka ba nakainan ng masarap, tapos sa'yo lang, tapos tumatawa ka lang, hindi <laughs> nila alam kumain na ako doon. Walang ganun, di ba? Usually, pag mamayabang mo na ako kumain na rin ako doon, ito yung masarap sa menu nila. Di ba? O iba kayong tao na tumatawa lang kayo. Kala nila hindi ako kumain doon, kumain na rin ako doon. Imposible eh. Di ba gusto mong ipagmayabang eh? It is the same thing with the goodness and experiencing the love of God. It's so hard to keep it for yourself. Now how you wish na lahat ng tao na pupunan ng church ay nakakamdaman nila ay nakakamdaman mo everyday. And that's what we strive to do as a church. Sabi dun, our heart cry, a heart that beats for Jesus, beats for others. Hindi mo pwedeng sabihin na mahal mo si Jesus tapos hindi mo mahal yung kapwa mo. The more you beat for Jesus, the more you beat for others. That's what it means. That's our heart cry. Na pag hindi yun yung tibok mo, that's why Kevin does basketball. Puyat yan. Pero gagawin niya. Not for the love of the game, but for the love of God and people. Yun din na nakikita. Kasi kung for the love of games, sige lang. Okay lang. Chill ka lang. That's why at the end of the day, di ba? At the end of the camp, at the end of the training, there's a word that's to be shared. Kasi we want you to change. We want you to experience true life that can only be found in Jesus Christ. That starts, I need Jesus, followed by I trust Jesus. But may every day be an opportunity for you to live for Christ. That when people see you, hindi ko man nakita si Lord sa buhay mo, nakikita na namin. Sa buhay nyo palang naniniwala na ako, buhay ang Diyos na pinagsisilbihan natin. Wouldn't that be a good testimony? When I look at Atichel, wow, truly God is alive. When I look at Jeff, di ba, wow. Yun yung Jesus na gusto ko din sundan. And that's what we want to promote here. That you not only get to read about Jesus in the Bible, you don't get to hear Him every Sunday, but you see Jesus being lived out every day. Not only in the life of your pastor, but in the life of everybody you meet. That's what we want. That when I get to see EJ, wow, CJ, si buhay ang Diyos. Naniniwala ko, tunay yung pagbabago. That everybody has an opportunity to change. That everybody has an opportunity to feel the love of God. 
There's a quote by Timothy Kellers that said, change won't happen through trying harder, but only through encountering the radical change, the radical grace of God. This is my story. An everyday encounter with Jesus Christ. A daily experiencing of His radical and transforming grace. Being a pastor is not easy. It's not. But if given the chance, I would always want to make a difference in the life of other people. Whether it be a pastor or a banker or a businessman, it does not matter. But if being a pastor would be a make an impact to many, I would be a pastor. Only a pastor would understand a pastor. People won't see you those long nights when you prepare a message. People would expect you always to smile. The hardest part, yun siguro, they expect you always to have the good days that you don't have struggles for yourself. Being a pastor would put you in a position not of entitlement, but a constant reminder of how you should function as a Christian. Yes, a church, whenever somebody calls me pastor, it's a reminder that oh, you have to take care of his flock. It's a constant reminder to love the unlovable. Na kahit nainis ako, nainis ako sa inyo, sa iba sa inyo, hindi man sa lahat, ha, baka isipin nyo. <laughs> it's the Lord that rebukes me that, di ba ganyan ka din noon? And get to remind, oh wow, I have to point you more to Jesus. It's not looking to be served, but to serve. It's having the joy in serving others. It's seeing success when other people are successful. It's a love, it's a life of love. It's valuing relationships, whatever the cost. It's willing to say sorry. It's leading and guiding people to Christ. That's what it means. That's what my life verse means. That every time I get to be reminded, it's hard. It's stressful. It's hurting. The Lord would remind, di ba patay ka na? That you have been crucified with Christ. And it's no longer you that live, but Christ that lives in you. And the life that I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God. It's in catch line. Who loved me and gave himself for me. That's my life verse. That's what I stand for. The empathy, the emphasis is not on what I can do. It's not what I did. It's not what I will do in the future. But the emphasis will always be on what He has done for me. And what He is continuously doing in my life. That's the emphasis. Brothers and sisters today, nothing you ever do will compensate what Christ has done for us. 
Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 to 9 says, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not for yourselves. It is the gift of God. Not by works, so that no one can boast. When you come before God, actually there's nothing. Wala kang pwedeng pagbayabang eh. Ginawa ko to. Ito yung dinisciple ko. Ito yung winitisan ko. Ito yung binigay ko sa church. Ito yung dami ng beses ako nag-attend sa church. Nothing compared to what He has done for us. Ephesians 2 verse 8 to 9. Just that phrase, hello, I'm Mike. But rather than saying, hello, I'm Mike, hello. I'm a sinner saved by grace. This is my story that was changed by grace. Let's all bow our heads. Father, we thank you. We thank you for that simple word, L-O-V. We feel it, we see it, we hear it. Allow us to experience it more and more every day. Father, you are the same God. When we hear stories about Moses, about Abraham, about Noah, the same God who loved them, the same God who was merciful, faithful to them, is the same God that we look up today. We get to realize truly amazing grace. How sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. You might be sitting here today feeling that you're so far away from God. But God is the same. Hear His whisper. Hear His heart cry. Just like the prodigal son, He awaits for you every day with open arms. Malayo ka pa lang. Sasalubungin na kayo ng Panginoon. But it starts with admitting that you need Jesus. No amount of fame, no job, no career, no educational attainment, 
can bring you the satisfaction that only Jesus can give you. Maybe you've been running towards the wrong things. You've been looking at the wrong places. Araw-araw kulang. But it starts with that phrase. I need Jesus. I need you, Jesus, in my life. It might not be the sinner's prayer. But if you mean it with all your heart, that you need Jesus today in your life, change will begin to happen in your life. Begin to trust Him. The truly He who began a good work in you will be faithful to complete it. We are all a work in progress. La tayo may pagkukulang. every day be an opportunity for us to walk in the Spirit, to live by faith, to understand what it truly means, means to live by grace. Father, I pray for each one that is seated here today and even those who are watching at their homes. May our prayer be the same words uttered by the Apostle Paul when he said, For I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. And the life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself. For us. Father, we honor you. We give you thanks. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Isa pa pong malakas na palakpak para sa ating Panginoon. Amen. Tanin mo sa katabi mo, ikaw ba ay na-bless ngayong araw na to? Relationships. Di ba complicated? Alam niyo ba, pagdating din sa giving, parang sa ibang tao, ano rin, it's complicated din. A lot of people think or they say that, Lord, pag tinaas mo yung sweldo ko, magbibigay na ako. Familiar ba? Lord, bigay mo lang to sa akin, promise, ibibigay ko ang talent ko. Lord, bigay mo tong trabahong to sa akin. Promise, magsaserve ako. Pero alam nyo kadalasan, ano? Hindi nangyayari. Hawak nga kayo sa bulsa nyo. O kaya pag may bag kayo, lagay nyo yung kamay nyo doon. Kung blines kayo ni Lord ng 1 million today, biglang pang may 1 million na darating dyan sa mga bag nyo o sa bulsa nyo. Ibigay nyo ba yung kalahati ngayon? Wow! Lord, bigay mo yung one million. Kapag 100,000, kalahate, bibigay nyo kay Lord? Oo. Oh. 
Kaya pag binigyan kayo ni Lord ng 1,000 ngayon, bibigyan niyo ba yung kalahati? Parang umonti yung nag-yes, ah. Sabi niya, tita, daya mo, alam mong may 1,000 ako ngayon, eh. You see, giving does not start with what you have after God has blessed you with it. It starts with the realization that you are already blessed. Sabi mo kasi sa katabi mo, you are already blessed. Hindi pa kumbinsido, tapikin mo konti, blessed ka. Jesus defines giving not by the size of our gifts, hindi sa size ng gifts natin, but by the condition of our hearts. For Jesus, motivation is everything when it comes to giving. So from the very start, hindi naman po talaga complicated ang giving. Kasi giving is a blessing. Amen? So today, will you be a blessing? Let's come to the Lord in prayer. Father God in heaven, we are thankful for everything that you have done for us. Lord, sobra-sobra po yung pagpapala na pinagkakaloob mo sa amin, O God, over the years. Lord Jesus, we know, Lord God, that we could never give enough. We could never outgive you. But dear Lord, today as we give, we give not only out of cheerful hearts, O Lord God, but we give, O Lord, knowing that you are honored, that you are pleased, O Lord God, with our hearts. Father God in heaven, use, Lord God, all of the things, all of these tithes and offerings, O Lord, for your kingdom. Father God, may more and more people be equipped to be disciples of Jesus, to be your disciples, O Lord, to make disciples. Father God, once again, be honored, be pleased, be glorified. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Tayo po yung magbigay. Hello, ayan. Clear. Ayan, na-bless po ba tayo? Itaas ang kamay ng mga na-bless. Ayan. Okay. Ayan na. Okay, um, now, let's dive into the exciting happenings of the week with the recap video. 
Yan. Okay. Um, events to look forward to for this week. Um, coffee for young professionals. Taas kamay. Ayan. Um, get ready for an impactful gathering designed just for you. Stay tuned for the date and location announcement. You may get in touch with Ate Lovely and Kuya PJ. Ate Lovely? There. Ayan. And Kuya PJ? Ayan. Mamayang hapon. Okay. Um, youth Jam. Youth, this one's for you. Uh, mark your calendars for an amazing Youth Jam on November 4th. For more information, you may contact Ate Carissa and Kuya Jasper. Ate Carissa? Kuya Jasper? Yun. Okay. Um, Zoom Bahay. If you want to join the next Zoom Bahay, it's on October 28th, Saturday. Please look for the ever-energetic Mama Liza. Mama Lee. Okay. <laughs> Ecclesia Basketball Camp every Saturday. Sa mga gustong ma-witness yung ginagawa ni Lord sa mga campers natin, um, you may visit us from every Saturday, 1 to 3 p.m. BBCCC Gym. Ayun. Um, lastly, water baptism on October 31st. That's Tuesday next week, 8 a.m. at Riverview Resort in Asin. For more information and to get involved, please reach out to any of our leaders or ministers. Let's make this events unforgettable and full of faith and joy. God bless us po. All right, let's all stand up and close in a word of prayer. Are you blessed? Tap the person next to you. Sabi mo, you are blessed. Yung tao sa likod mo, di ba? You are favored. And somebody you don't know, you are loved. Tapos affirm it to yourself, I am a child of God. Let's raise our hands to the heavens. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for today's message. Truly, O oh Lord, may your love change us every day. Thank you for the life of Paul. We thank you for the reminder, O oh Lord Father, that he has given not only the church in Galatia, but even to us today. I pray that the love of God, the abounding grace of his son Jesus, and the constant fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord, and all of God's children will say, Amen and Amen. God bless. Keep safe. See you next Sunday, Family Day.